Hello, hello, everybody. This is Reverend Sydney Finn with your Sunday messages. So this week, I am deciding to talk about positivity and what the deal is with this, because I think there's been a huge issue with, like, positivity community or trying to essentially spiritually bypass people by using positivity as a band-aid, which has resulted in a lot of people being invalidated or not being able to process their emotions. And there's a lot of spiritual practitioners who are currently advocating for positivity to be the only solution or the only thing that you can possibly lean on. And there are just so many problems with this. So I am going to dive into that a little bit more and explain what exactly is going on here. Let me go ahead and start with a definition for positivity just so we get on the same page. So This definition of positivity says the practice of being or tendency to be positive or optimistic in attitude. And you notice that it says practice. It's a practice of being in that state. So for example, one of the ways that you could practice positivity is, you know, when you're like in the middle of something that might be kind of turbulent or might be frustrating and you don't totally have control over the situation, rather than spiraling out, the practice of positivity would be, you know what, maybe I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm just going to see what happens with this. It could totally work itself out. I don't know yet. I don't have all the information. I'm just going to see. That is technically a positive attitude because you're not dress rehearsing tragedy, you're holding space for the situation to work itself out. And, you know, there's a lot of room for things to totally smooth themselves over without you diving into pessimism. Positivity is not a solution to a problem, okay? That's that's what it's not. So one of the big issues that I'm seeing is that when people are experiencing like having their buttons pushed or having an uncomfortable experience or something negative happens to them, then encouraging people to just be positive is not, that's not an action step. That's not actually helping anyone or anything. And for the record, just to riff on negative emotions for a second, we need negative emotions, okay? And I know this might be kind of controversial. I'm not saying that we need to stay in a negative mindset 24-7 or that you should live your life filled with hatred, fear, and anger, right? These are not good states to be in. But when some someone or something is amplifying anger or triggering discomfort or you're in a situation that is causing pain, right, you need to have that experience so that you can shift it, so that you can do something about it. If you were just slapping positivity on as a band-aid over everything, then you would never make any adjustments. You would never change. You would never grow. Because you need that discomfort to push you. If you're not uncomfortable, if something isn't working, if you don't have that negative feeling inside ever, 
then you're going to plateau. And that's kind of what the positivity thing is causing problems with, is it's just like a, I don't know, it's like trying to neutralize everyone's emotional experience, and I have a real problem with that. For some of these spiritual practitioners that just talk about positivity all the time, and that being the solution, and just positive, 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 completely refusing to acknowledge shadow or darkness or negative feelings or rage or um, these deep-seated wounds that can trigger such nasty negative emotions, I mean, you are doing your community a huge disservice, in my opinion. Because now everyone has this misperception of, well, there's something wrong with me if I'm not positive all the time, or there's something that I need to be doing differently if I'm not able to walk through this horrific nightmare of a situation with a goddamn smile on my face. And I think that that's a horrible thing to do. And in in my practice, personally, and, and when I'm working with people, a lot of the time, people need more compassion than anything else. It's not, they don't need encouragement to be positive. It's quite the opposite. It's validation of the negative emotions that they're really looking for. I mean, think about how many situations where positivity would not be the appropriate response. And I'm, I'm going to get dark here for a second. So just so you know, I'm going to talk about some really dark situations where this wouldn't be the case. But these positivity, rah, 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 everything happens for a reason. You go ahead and let me know how it goes when you tell a grieving mother that they just need to be positive. Is that is that really the normal human response to losing a child? Is being positive? I don't think so. I think that losing a child would more than likely cause extreme depression, rage, anger, uh, absolute despair on all levels because that is one of the most traumatic experiences you can have in this lifetime. The same way you get, you come into the world, you're rejected by your parents. That's one of the most traumatic experiences you can have in this lifetime. These things are not easy. You find out, you know, and mostly it ha- like the examples that are coming up have to do with children because anytime I'm, I'm working with someone who has had something really horrific happen with their child, it's like that, that is not the time to start telling somebody that everything happens for a reason. It's just not. Or that you need to stay positive. Or someone's in a really dark situation or is really frustrated that something is happening what explain to me what telling someone to be positive is going to do anyone cuz i get crickets when i think about things like that i cannot recall a single time when i've ever told someone to be positive and i even uh, i got really scared the other day i had a, a somebody tell me after i had just given a, a big chunk of advice on how to work through kind of the shadow and and see what the underlying need is, the, the person reflected back, oh, so just be positive, what else? <laughs> I didn't wig out, but I was just like, what? I, I hope to God you did not hear me just say be positive, because that is the last thing 
that I told you to do. As a matter of fact, I would advise you not be positive. Really take a a magnifying glass to those negative emotions and see what's underneath them. Because the only thing that's happening when you have a negative emotion is that there's a need underneath it. And there's something that's that needs to be fed or something that needs to be nurtured or something that needs to be healed. There's something underneath it. It's not without function. It's not without utility. Where it becomes toxic is when you operate from an unconscious space in that negative emotion again and again and again and again because then you're going to recreate that negative experience because that's what you're embodying. And so this is where positivity can be supportive in the sense that you want to practice the optimism is about holding space for things that are positive that haven't happened yet, right? Optimistic is it should work out. It probably will work out. Now, if you've been given a raw deal and you think God is evil because you you had a really, you came into the world and it was hell on earth, right? You might not believe that. You might not believe that everything is going to work out because history tells you that that's not the way the world works. And that is also completely normal. That makes sense, right? But that's also coming from a place of trauma. So once again, the negative emotion, the negative experience is telling you, hey, this thing needs to be healed. This thing needs to be acknowledged. And I don't think that any of that is bad. I, I simply do not. I think it's just more information. And it's something that can be exercised. It can be worked through. And with enough healing, with enough time, with enough uh, positive data, let's say, I think a lot of people can get to the point where they see situations from a place of, well, I don't know yet. I'm going to hold space for this to be the best possible outcome, even if I don't know what that is yet. But that's something that takes a lot of work. That's not... um, That's something that people have to kind of get to on their own through their healing process. You can't give positivity as a piece of advice. It's garbage as advice. It does no good as advice. So this is where I kind of get really frustrated uh, just because if, if you start using positivity as the only source of insight or advice, then it makes people feel like, they're bad, wrong, or incorrect for having normal human emotions, even though the emotions make sense. I've never had someone come to me with a situation or an experience that they're having and it not make sense. I have simply never seen it. It's the same thing as everything happens for a reason, that whole thing. I don't actually believe that. And I know that there's a lot of people who are spiritual or whatever who, who do believe that. But there are many situations where I'm like, I don't, I don't think that actually like served a purpose. I'll give you an example. So a couple years ago, I was in a car accident where this 80-year-old woman ran a red light. And um, I went through the intersection and ended up T-boning her. And then I got blamed for it. And so, of course, my insurance rates went through the roof and everything like that. So, 
for me, I, I, I sat and pondered, like, why did this happen? What good did this do? And to this day, it's been years, I cannot tell you what good came from that situation. Nothing. This, this person who should not be on the road, and still is, got away with something that was her fault because she ran a red light. And I got screwed in that situation. And the cop did not document my statement. There were just, like, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. So these are the types of things where it's like, had someone told me to be positive during that time, I would have completely lost it. If you think that that's what I want to hear or what I need to hear, that's the last thing that you should be telling somebody. These are the types of things where I'm like, I don't know, positivity is a tool. It's something that is a practice, like the definition said. It's the practice of being optimistic in attitude, which makes sense. That can be really helpful. But in the heat of the moment, when you're sifting through, when you're doing your healing work, when you're having a a really dark moment in time, when you're in a dark space... That is not the time to start getting encouraged to be positive. Because then what happens? Like, let, let's just go with the people who encourage positivity. And so all of these people that come to them and say, you know, I'm, I'm in this really dark space. I'm having this hard time. And then they say, okay, just be positive. And let's say this person takes their advice to be positive. You know what happens then? They bury all of the emotions, stuff them inside of the body, and and then what happens? What happens when you don't process emotions? They fester. That's it. They fester. And that's the last thing that you want to do because then you're going to start embodying everything that you haven't processed. And that can lead to a whole other slew of issues as a result. So I am definitely not on board with this whole be positive and just stuff all of your human being experiences inside of your body. I would say process the trauma, process any negative emotions that you have. There's probably a reason why they're there. There's a function and a utility that they have. Look underneath, inspect what's underneath the negative emotion, what adjustments you need to make. For example, if you're miserable at your job, you're having discomfort in your job, the change, the remedy would be search for a new job. You know, it's that type of practical stuff that you can really start looking at that's a very superficial example. But then once you process everything, then you can start exercising a little bit more of the optimism or the positivity, but that starts as, I'm not going to conclude that something is necessarily negative. However, when enough time has passed and nothing necessarily positive came from a situation, what you can do instead is simply view it as neutral. The reality in itself is neutral, like that car accident that I was in. Nothing good came of it. Nothing benefited me from it. It was simply a neutral event that happened. Maybe I get some wisdom or some lessons out of that whole thing, but that's pretty much it. But positivity is just, well, maybe hold on a second. Maybe don't conclude it just yet. Maybe wait so that you don't sit in the negative emotions for a super long time. That can be really helpful. The bottom line here, 
is that positivity is a tool. It's not an action step. It's not a remedy. It's just one thing, one approach that you can take to making things a bit less stressful. So let me give you kind of a final example of what this would look like in practice. So this is how you could actually use positivity to benefit you in a healthy way where it can really reduce the stress level where you might otherwise kind of fall into a pit of negativity. Let's say you have a generally good mother, but she has a tendency to be a bit overbearing. She has a tendency to give unsolicited advice and kind of, you know, stick her nose in your business a little bit more than you might like. Now, if every time she gives you a piece of advice that you don't appreciate or don't necessarily want to implement, there's two things that you can view from the situation, right? A negative mindset would be, how dare she boss me around? I can't believe she would have the audacity to try to treat me like a child and I I can't stand being talked down to this way. Okay, so on and so forth. A positive mindset, like a way that you can actually use this is by looking at it from a little bit of a different vantage point, which would be Okay, I I understand that her intention in doing this is because she cares and genuinely wants me to live my best life possible, even if it's deeply irritating in the moment. I recognize the love that's kind of shining through this otherwise unhealthy, overbearing, possible codependency, right? So there's definitely a, a different lens that you can strap on for a lot of different things but you know one of the one of the things that would not be healthy positivity is if one of your friends came up to you and said you know my dad just passed away and I'm really in a deep deep depression right now I'm having a really hard time and the response is well, you know, I mean, 85% of humanity is technically dead and you're still alive. So, I mean, just look on the bright side. That is not positivity. That is spiritual bypassing. That's absolutely outrageous. Nobody should do that. I, Those people despise me. Or someone who's uh, dealing with anorexia coming back and saying, well, there are, char- there are starving children in Africa, so, I mean, you just need to, you just need to be grateful that you even have access to food. Isn't, isn't that a positive spin? No, it's not. It's absolutely ridiculous. So these are the types of things where it's like, you need to be careful with how you're using it, and if you're using it to invalidate your experience and stuff your emotions, which is what I see a lot of people do, or if you're using it as a way to kind of reframe things so that you can reduce your day-to-day stress level as like, okay, this, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I am maybe making it out to be, or maybe the intention isn't exactly what I thought it was and kind of leaving room for a little bit of benefit of the doubt and seeing the bigger picture and the the bigger motive that can be where you start to weave in this positivity and flip things around. So that's more of an application 
or a way to apply positivity. Okay, so that's that's all I've got on positivity today. So let's go ahead and pull a card. See what needs to come through this week. What people need to hear. Queen of Rods. Okay, so this is kind of like owning your light, owning your message, owning your creativity. If there's something that you want to share, I would share it. If there's an area that you want to speak up in, I would I would do that. I would get on it. So the the Queen of Rods is just about her really owning and mastering her ego. And I think that this is really going to be a time when you're going to have to maybe push against a lot of the things that are trying to make you shrink up or feel small or hide yourself from a lot of the things that you could be doing and reaching your full potential. And, um, you know, the Queen of Rods is helping you to expand. So if you allow any thoughts of like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that or you can't do it or it's already been done or you know, I know you're in a lot of pain, but you shouldn't set boundaries with that person. Or I know you hate your job, but there's no way you can get another one. A lot of that stuff you're going to have to take action against anyway, even when it feels really terrifying and scary in the moment. Uh, there is a little bit of pushing required when it comes to the Queen of Rods. It's it's just a necessary condition of really digging into the bigger work that you're doing. And in terms of collective prayer, let's see. And you guys know the drill. If you are new here, um, all you're going to do is just be in agreement. You never know when you might want to or need some collective prayer yourself. So I just like to tell people, yeah, just be in agreement. Be in agreement for all of these things to uh, transpire. So what I'm getting now is anyone who, kind of like with the, the Queen of Rods, needs to take a leap or is taking a plunge or doing something that they've never done before or is doing something really uncomfortable and scary I am just sending you so much courage and strength to make that happen and make those changes and and do those scary things because I know that they're 100% necessary for where you're going and you will not grow and expand unless you do the scary thing. So I am in full agreement for you to get all of the the resources and and to muster up all of those uh, all of the strength that you need in order to get to that next level because this is probably going to be a breakthrough week is kind of the impression that I'm getting. It's that next level, that increase in energy, increase in offering, increase in clarity, message, all of that good stuff. So um, I am just sending all of that your way. Maybe you like to work with archangels. You know, if you need if you need some communication help, make sure you dispatch Archangel Gabriel. That's a good one to work with. And Michael's always a always a good one to work with to call on if you like working with those. And 
until next time, if you need some additional support, if you need to work with me one-on-one, you're more than welcome to go to onyxhealing.com, check out the description box or the show notes for all of the links to my website. You can follow me on Instagram at onyxhealing. Check out my Patreon if you like more of the tarot and card readings, and don't forget I am on YouTube, and you're welcome to subscribe to me on there as well. And until next time, have a beautiful week, everybody, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.